the business of sharing medical advice, but we are in the business of connecting people and sharing our experiences with the hope of helping others. Information shared in this podcast represents the perspectives of the speakers and contributors. It does not constitute medical advice and is not an official recommendation of the Patient Advisory Council or Improve Care Now. Welcome to the Impact Podcast by the Patient Advisory Council, aka the PAC, where we will be talking about inflammatory bowel disease or IBD to increase awareness and inclusivity while connecting with you, each other, and our guests. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's Impact Podcast episode. I'm PAC member Vanessa, and I'm joined here with um, Fiona. And today we are going to be talking all about how we handle infusions being in high school and in college, and also um, talking about switching medication to better accommodate our busy lifestyles. Uh, Vanessa, do you want to share a bit of your journey with infusions and um, deciding when to switch medications to accommodate going to college and that life change? Yeah, definitely. So I've always been really lucky. Um, I go to Children's Hospital and it's about 15 minutes away from my house. So I've been really fortunate that I've just been able to do all my infusions at that hospital. And so I've been able to have, you know, the same nurses since I was little. And um, I would go every eight weeks to get my Remicade infusion. And I've been, well, I was on Remicade for 13 years and I just switched to Stellara like last week. Um, so it's been, um, kind of, it's going to feel weird, I think, to get used to not going to the hospital anymore, but it's definitely going to be nice, um, because I'm currently a senior in high school. So looking at colleges, mostly out of state. So, um, I definitely won't be able to have time to drive three or four hours back home every time if I wanted to get an infusion. So we consulted with other doctors and they were able to get me switched to Stellara and I'll be able to do the injections just in my dorm room, which is super nice. I won't have to worry about having to go to an infusion center by campus, having to figure like all that out, having to maybe find like a new doctor up there. So it's been really nice um, to be able that like Stellara is allowing me to like be flexible and I can do more fun things and stuff like that. I won't have to worry about spending a whole day getting an infusion. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think a few other PAC members have like thought about when they make medication decisions too. Like, oh, am I going to college soon? Should I like switch to an injection so I don't have to like have the constraints of going to an infusion center and stuff. Um, what was that like conversation like with your doctor did you bring up the concern of college or did they bring up that um yeah um so we met um so I actually met with like a specialist um like he's still my doctor but like he isn't like my regular like pediatric GI doctor um because he works at a different hospital um but we were able to basically have a zoom with him um, a couple months before we had an in-person visit, we basically just told him like everything that just kind of my whole story with Remicade and then basically how I kind of have been wanting to switch because 
I don't want to be dealing with infusions in college. So I felt like a year before college is like a good transition time just to make sure that like the injectable would actually work, if that makes sense. Like I want it. So um, we talked to him about that. And then we had our in-person visit and immediately he's like, oh yeah, like we're going to switch you to Stellara. And it was weird because I didn't know it was going to happen that fast. Um, but they were really good about getting me, like um, helping me like get through all like all the insurance stuff because it's Stellar, I think it's for like 18 year olds and I'm under 18, but um, they were able to like um, handle all that and like get me my loading dose infusion. So it was kind of sudden. He was like, oh yeah, we're just going to switch you. And I was like, okay. Um, didn't expect it that fast, but it was awesome that they were able to do it that fast. Yeah, it definitely makes sense to like do it not right before you're leaving for college so you can like yeah. figure out if anything goes wrong and like problem right, solve while exactly. you're still at home and like with your normal doctors. That makes sense. Um, was it like nerve wracking switching since you've been on Remicade for so long? Yeah, I was kind of sad well not like sad but I wish I kind of knew when I was getting my last infusion that makes sense because the last time I went to the hospital I didn't know it was going to be my last infusion so um I kind of wish I would have known a little bit um because it did happen kind of fast because I'm gonna miss like all my nurses over there and stuff because there's gonna be like oh Vanessa's gone <laughs> you know I've been there for yeah. like 13 years like so it's um, yeah, but it's, like, I felt fine when I was getting infusion. Like, I think my mom was actually more excited than I was. Um, I was just excited to miss school, honestly, but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I, I'm excited now that, like, I'm just really excited about the fact that, like, I can just do the injection and then just, like, go on with my daily life. Like, I won't have to, like, be at the hospital for, like, eight hours, which is super nice. I won't have to miss any more school, which is also nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's kind of funny. Like, it's, Grandma Kate was such a big part of your life. Like, going to the infusion center yeah, every eight weeks literally. for 13 years is, like, a huge thing. So, yeah, it was crazy change. Sudden, but, yeah. That makes sense. How about you? So I think, so you're on Remicade, right? I'm on Intivio right now. Okay. Yeah. See, so like, how do you, because that's an infusion. So like, how do you deal with that and like going to college like too? Yeah. So I guess it's been a little bit interesting for me. I was on um, sulfasalazine to manage my ulcerative colitis for like 14 years, I think, um, before I really had my first like flare. And then I continued flaring. So we decided it was like, not just like uh, one flare and it was my, like sulfasalazine was just not cutting it anymore. Um, and that actually happened when I was at home from college because of COVID, which was kind of convenient in a way, like to be at home with my mom when she, so she could like help me um, when I was flaring and pretty sick. And like, also it was nice to be near my doctor since I go to college a few states away um yeah so since I was at home when it was like time for me to switch medications um we decided to go with infusion and my doctor thought Intivio would be the best 
um, for me to try first. And my mom and I like that idea because of like his comfort with it and it's like safety profile. So we decided that was the best option for me to step up to next. Um, and so I just started getting infusions like during my junior year of college at home, um, at my home hospital, which is also a children's hospital. But then when it was like time to go back to school this year, we decided to keep me on Intivio since it's been working um, pretty well and we don't wanna like mess things up um, quite yet and play around with things. Um, but we decided to keep it at my home hospital, which is a few states away. Uh, but <laughs> we made that decision because of insurance reasons being complicated since they don't like to approve like the infusion in two states or like yeah, at two infusion centers which in my opinion makes it really difficult and annoying for like any college student. Um, yeah, so we decided to keep it at my, like in my home state since I have a permanent place to like be there. Whereas at school, I don't have like permanent housing. So I couldn't like come back here during breaks to get an infusion. Um, so, and, and we'd made that decision also partially because I only have like one year of school left it might have been different I was I was like looking at the whole four years of college right. um but we figured we'll just keep it simple for one year and then yeah. switch it when I go to grad school so I just fly home um <laughs> every eight weeks but I don't really have classes on Friday so that makes it a lot easier so I generally fly home Friday morning have my infusion Friday afternoon and spend Saturday and Sunday at home so it's not too bad. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so my cousin, um, he, um, when he went to college, he was on Remicade 2. Um, so what he did was he transferred, um, I think he like switched doctors to one in his campus town. And then he would like take a bus every eight weeks and just go to like a local infusion center there. And he did that for like the whole four years that um, he was like at his college and it seemed to work really well for him. Um, all he had to do was just get on a bus and go there. So it wasn't like he had to like drive really far or anything. He said it was super close to the campus and it obviously was harder to switch everything kind of to that clinic, that infusion center. Um, but it's definitely possible and I think college campuses now are becoming a lot more accessible and I feel like most college campuses there's a hospital or infusion center at least maybe less than 30 minutes away I feel like so yeah so that's his experience with that yeah I think there are like a lot of different ways to handle switching yeah. like going to college and you just have to figure out what works for you I know like mm -hmm. when we were considering my options we looked into infusion centers near me um and the transportation but decided it was also another factor that made us want to keep mine at home since I, I can't drive and like there's not great public transportation around my school so we decided yeah. it's gonna just add another layer of complication for me but you have to like look into where your school is doctors and fusion centers all that stuff insurance um it's quite complicated it would be nice yeah, if it was simpler no, it but is. you know <laughs> it works out I think doctors are really helpful in like figuring out what your best option is too because 
that's yeah, something that will be talked to my doctor about like does it make sense to keep it at home so yeah as far as like um your infusion day I know you just switched from Remicade infusions to Solar injections but haven't had your first like injection um but do you want to talk about like what your infusion day looks like or if you have any special infusion day routines yeah so usually whenever I would get ready for infusion mine would usually start around like nine usually is when we needed to get there um so I got to sleep in for like an extra 30 minutes which was nice um and then I would always drink a ton of water because helps like your veins for like the nurses and stuff so I would always drink a ton of water before and especially on my way to the hospital and I usually always packed a bag of stuff to do like I really like to read so I'd usually just pack a book and then some homework too and last year was also kind of nice when we did like remote school because I could just go on all my zooms to the hospital just have my camera off so that was nice because I didn't have to miss school um which was nice. I wasn't behind on anything. And then I used to just bring like some extra homework, like my AirPods and stuff to like watch Netflix or something. And then usually when I get there, we do like all the vitals. And then there's usually it takes about an hour, maybe two hours for my medicine to actually come up. Um, but we usually do like the IV before then. And then when the medicine gets there, they put it in and it takes about like three to four hours um and then they do the flush and then I'm usually kind of tired after so I usually go home probably take a nap not do much the rest of the day um so yeah that's what I would usually do during my infusion uh, I don't know if like you do anything different or like what you do for yours yeah I feel like it's pretty similar um I know in Tibia is a pretty fast infusion and it only takes like 30 minutes once they get the <laughs> meds ready, um, which is pretty nice. But I don't know, I've had one infusion so far like that I've traveled home for. Um, actually, no, JK2. One was during the summer, but um, one during the semester. And it was a long day because it was also like traveling day. So it was definitely yeah. an early morning with a like late afternoon infusion appointment. So that was different than like what I was used to. Um, so honestly, I was already exhausted by the time <laughs> my infusion started. Um, so, you know, I got some pillows and blankets from the nurses and I think promptly fell asleep um, <laughs> in the infusion chairs. They're quite comfy. But yeah, I think I also focus on drinking water because I've noticed that makes a big difference. I have pretty good things to start with, which I'm very lucky and grateful for. But definitely, like, even the day before, I drink tons of water and it helps yes. um, just make it go easier. Yeah, because my nurses usually always use the same spot in my arm. So I always just make sure there's a lot of water because I didn't want anything to go wrong because I hate getting stuck more than once. So yeah yeah definitely other than that I kind of just relax and take it easy and you know use it as an excuse to have a chill day afterwards um but pretty easy yes yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah I don't know also since it's like now special because I go home sometimes my mom will like plan something fun or get good gluten-free food 
because you know college gluten-free food is not very good but that's nice thanks for listening everyone we hope um this gives you a little bit of perspective of what ibd is like in college and in high school dealing with infusion specifically and a few pack members perspectives on their infusion routines thanks for listening if this content resonates with you we encourage listeners to learn more about Improve Care Now and the PAC at improvecarenow.org, where you can sign up to join the PAC, the parent working group, and join our circle.